The WHO revives the call to investigate Wuhan's virus lab. The mystery of the COVID-19 origin is still unsolved more than two years later. Without the CCP cooperating, how can the international community find out the truth? The head of the WHO secretly believes the lab leak theory to be most probable. I spoke with the authors of The Dancer and the Devil, a book investigating Russia's use of poisoning bioweapon and how the Chinese regime learned from the Soviets, and why the book dedicated the last third to the COVID-19 outbreak in Wuhan. Welcome to China Insider, I'm David Zhang. It's time the WHO finally admitted to what we all knew to be true. The head of the WHO, Tedros Adhanom Ghebreyesus, according to the Daily Mail, privately believes the COVID pandemic started following a lab leak from a Chinese laboratory. And this came from a senior government source, according to the Mail, despite no official statement or confirmation in public coming out of the mouth of Tedros, in recent days, the WHO has said that all sources of the virus origin still needs to be investigated, including the lab leak theory. While publicly the group maintains that, quote, all hypothesis remains on the table about the origins of COVID, according to Mail's source, they said that Mr. Tedros recently confided to a senior European politician that the most likely explanation was a catastrophic accident at a laboratory in Wuhan where infections first spread during the late 2019 period. Which, based on circumstantial evidence, still points to that the lab-related or lab-leaked hypothesis as probably the most accurate one so far. Problem is, you can't prove it without the CCP tampering with the evidence. Which begs the question, not just Tedros, but U.S. health officials as well also had speculated such case through the email exchanges that we now have obtained via FOIA, the Freedom of Information Act. And there has been this suspicion of the lab leak from the get-go. However, Western Intelligence Service had the right to believe that Wuhan Institute of Virology, where scientists were manipulating coronaviruses sampled from bats in caves nearly 1,000 miles away, the same caves where COVID-19 is suspected to have originated. As well as, they've denied the lab leak theory from the very beginning as well. And we've previously covered that the various reason why the virus originating in Wuhan from a lab rather than the wet market was more likely. And still, experts we spoke with cannot pinpoint to the true origin yet for a few simple reasons. First, the Chinese government, at the early signs of COVID-19 spreading through Wuhan, locked down and scrubbed the data and samples inside the labs. Second, the Chinese government has repeatedly denied access to a transparent investigation from independent experts, not handpicked by the regime. And third, the personnel involved in the Wuhan labs has publicly refused to admit to working with live bat samples and gain-of-function researchers inside the lab. The list of reasons as well can go on forever. But what we can also see from the report by the Daily Mail is that the head of the most important health global organization, the WHO, is saying one thing in public and saying another in private. Even after more than two years, the origin of COVID-19 is still a mystery. Even as the circumstantial evidence for the lab leak theory began to outweigh the natural origin from a long time ago, the health bureaucracy in the world refused to look into it with extended efforts. As we said, this month, Dr. Tedros updated member states on the pandemic saying, quote, We do not yet have the answers as to where or how it came to be to enter the human population, and quote, Understanding the origins of the virus is very important scientifically to prevent future epidemics and pandemics. So I hope that moral and conscience are the reason Tejos would eventually help 
to make the case go public with the lab leak theory or whatever investigation they do want to have. And in that, it is a public health issue that the investigation into the origin would pin back to where it came from. At the onset of the pandemic, COVID-19, many have noticed the odds that this virus has behaved, such as the S protein and its relations to other coronaviruses. SARS-CoV-2, as it's properly called, in its original alpha variant to now the Omicron variant, almost seems like two different viruses in the ways they're transmitted to how much they are actually affecting a person. But certainly, there isn't a way for us to definitely say that this is a bioweapon in itself created by the Chinese military. But what we can say, at the very least, the act of not closing air travel to international locations by the Chinese government in itself is an act of biological warfare. Allowing the virus to spread while telling lies to the world's government, saying that they had it under control when in fact they didn't, causing probably millions of deaths in Wuhan and now upwards of tens of millions of deaths globally. Sarah Wynn and John O'Neill co-wrote a book called The Dancer and the Devil. The description for this book says this, Communism must kill what it cannot control. So for a century, it has killed artists, writers, musicians, and even dancers. It kills them secretly, using bioweapons and poison to escape accountability. Among its victims was Anna Pavlova, history's greatest dancer, who was said to have God-given wings and feet that never touched the ground. But she defied Stalin, and for that she had to die. Her sudden death in Paris in 1931 was a mystery until now. This book, I got the chance to speak with Sarah and John for their view of the case of the nature of the COVID-19 pandemic and what to make of the virus, knowing that the Chinese Communist Party had learned from their big brother, the side pole of the Russian Soviet communists, learning their way to eliminate the enemies from the Soviet arsenal. And if all of this was an act of bioterror. Sarah Wynn and John O'Neill, thank you so much for joining me here on China Insider. Thank you for having Thank us. You. When you first heard about the virus breakout, the pandemic in Wuhan, uh, having studied and understood the way that Russia had operated, what characteristics stood out to you about the, the outbreak and the subsequent actions that the CCP had done uh, towards this whole issue? We were writing a book on Stalin's creation of bioweapons and actual use of individual bioweapons beginning in the 1920s his creation of huge bioweapons facilities in Russia and then the Russian bioweapons facility and, and their expansion by Putin. And so we realized what a terrible threat they were to the world. COVID-19 showed up and we immediately recognized what it was because it was exactly the same thing that we had seen in Russia leaking in 1979, for example, at a Kottenberg in exactly the same way, although it was anthrax in there and not COVID-19. As soon as we saw that, we immediately began investigating China. We encountered the list by the Department of Defense in 2002 and 2004 of the huge bioweapons facilities located in China, the biggest one of which was in Wuhan. That led us to investigating Wuhan. At that time, the claim was being made um, that anybody who thought that the bio, that uh, COVID-19 was a leak as opposed to some evolution was a nut. And so I guess you could say we joined the nut because it was apparent to us that it was a leak out of a biolaboratory. There were a few other people like Nicholas Wade, a brave reporter yep. who had to independently write his book, and the Epic Times, who at least were willing to explore what was the source of this leak. Uh, we're lawyers. 
And so the story, everyone knows that COVID-19, 96.2% of it comes from a bat in the Himalayas. The theory that this bat in the Himalayas, which has a, a range of uh, 20 miles, flew 1,100 miles to Wuhan, China, into a, a lab and somehow mutated, I, I mean, into a wet market and somehow mutated in the wet market uh, in a way that no other bat has ever done uh, right outside both the Wuhan lab and a military lab in Wuhan was on the surface absurd. When we learned that mm. the Chinese government had destroyed all the early records, all the forensic records, that the doctor who discovered it had supposedly died, although the, the fatality rate is 1.2%, we knew exactly what we were dealing with. We knew that we were dealing with an intention with a leak that had occurred and that the Chinese communist government was in the process of concealing it. To watch our full episode, join us on Epoch TV. The China threat is real and our show seeks to expose it. But we cannot do so if big tech is unwilling to spread our words and suppresses our reach. That is why Epoch TV was created, where truth and freedom from censorship thrive. You will find our full episodes on Epoch TV as well as investigative documentaries and a variety of programs. Join us now with the link in the description below for just $1. See you there.